0: Before we dive into this week's episode, I want to tell you all about my brand new masterclass, Four Things You Need to Know to Get into Superhero Shape Over 40. And yes, this includes our four step superhero formula for body shape change for women in their 40s, 50s and 60s. And yes, you will learn exactly what to focus on to get sexy strong without wasting your time, energy and money that doesn't involve spending hours in the kitchen or gym every day. And even if you have an injury or hormonal struggles or are feeling far from super right now. And this masterclass delivers on a step-by-step formula and busts crazy diet and exercise myths that you may not know you even believed. Which means you don't have to rely on guesswork and Google and wading through hours of conflicting health and fitness information online. So you just spend 60 minutes of your time and we can promise to give you back hours. So come check it out now for free at warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com Forward slash masterclass. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to the Goddess Cocktails Podcast, episode number one hundred and five, and we're diving into sweat shaming and keeping up with the fit young things. How? The industry, the fitness industry is now causing a lot of sweat shaming and fitness trauma and how this might have affected you in terms of injury, putting you off altogether Or indeed making you think that there's not something out there that will work for you to achieve your goals because of your past experiences with fitness classes, with trying to get fit or finding that thing that's going to work for you that feels safe without injury and actually empowers you to make progress and achieve your fitness fat loss body shape change goals. So if you are like someone who has experienced what I like to call maybe fitness trauma and some negative, really negative and deep-rooted experiences in your fitness journey, then we're going to unpack that here. And if you haven't, come listen anyway, because you might just recognize a couple of these practices that just felt a little bit off for you and you need to figure out, well, what can you do instead? So without further ado, let's dive on in. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Lisa Borrowise, and I consider myself a fitness feminist and wellness alchemist. The kick-ass catalyst helping busy, ambitious women over 40 to become strong of mind, body, and character. You see, I wasn't always fit, lean, or strong, and was never motivated to exercise, barely drank water, and lived off bread, pasta, and cheese. But since starting my own wellness journey from 20 years ago and becoming certified in life coaching, plant-based and sports nutrition, holistic health, mindfulness, and kettlebell and personal training, I've learned how to create healthy habits and daily rituals rather than rely on my willpower and motivation, plus become a total health, fitness, and superhero geek. So we're coming at you with live workshop-style health and wellness episodes with actionable step-by-step tips and real talk that are helping thousands of busy, ambitious women to become stronger in mind, body, and character, to be the best superhero versions of themselves without that fear of grind, guilt, or burnout. I want to teach women how to achieve goals as women, being feminine AF, because Goddess Got Goals. Well, hello there, goddess. Well, we have a juicy one today and I am very pumped for it. We're going to be talking about sweat shaming and also what happens when you try to keep up with them fit young things. Yeah, fit young things. And this is something that I've heard from clients who are injured or have injury or also have just what I like to call fitness trauma or, um, yeah, fitness trauma, which has come a lot from sweat shaming. And I want to talk to you about that. So we're going to dive in. We're just going to drive right in here and start talking about the juicy stuff. So I heard from a client, uh, again, in, in my inbox, by by all means, if you ever want to email me about stuff, I'm in the inbox. I'm replying. I'm talking to people. Um, And one of the things she said was, I have a shoulder injury because I went to a class um, and it was like a bootstrap, uh, you know, like a circuits boot camp style class, uh, you know, instructor at the front of the room and just go. Here's how to do these things, go, right? And she, you know, had an exercise for a while. They didn't really ask her about that. They didn't really ask her about any of the injuries. She just tried to do the class and tried to keep up with everyone in the class and had that sense of peer pressure. And from that, injured herself, trying to keep up. Right. Trying to, as she said, trying to keep up with the fit young things. Yeah. And although she's, you know, in mid 40s, she says most of the women in the class were in their 20s or mid 20s. And there wasn't really talk of modifications or any of those sorts of things. So. We're going to unpack it. We're going to unpack it Lisa style here too, because here's the thing that I have noticed, and I'm not out to diss any other fitness professionals. That's not my style. But I do like to observe and I do like to notice how the fitness industry gets it wrong, right? Because we do, right? And to be, to be honest with you, I have been in many classes where that has happened. You know, it's not necessarily been my style to ever do that. Um, and that was one of the things I decided that when I did become a personal trainer and fitness instructor that I would never do. And it's this its this thing called sweat shaming. So I'll give you an example. So I went to a class and run by, the only word I can use to describe him is dude, right? And again, I'm not anti-men, I'm just pointing it out. And he was a uh, a man in his, I would say, early 30s right he was really into martial arts the class that i went to was for for boxing and they did boxing at the beginning and then circuits at the end yeah now the average age of the person there was mostly women to men there was maybe you know i would say 60 40 there's still quite a few men there cuz it was boxing um And the average age of the woman in the class would have been more my age. So they were like late 30s, 40s, early 40s, right? There were a few youngins, you know, like in their 20s, but mostly older women. And then the dudes, I think, would have been late 20s, early 30s. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I love the boxing. That's why I went. They They had the circuits. It was an hour long class. So I think he felt like he had to fill it right? Which is the, the, the standard of things these days. But when he did the circuits, oh, don't even start about the kettlebell training on that's a completely other podcast. But um, it was all burpees. It was all running and sprints. It was all skipping and jumping. It was everything that in my experience, a middle aged woman does not want to do. And I'm not saying every single middle-aged woman doesn't want to do but structurally let's break it down okay so if you're skipping you're going to need to pee there was a lady who was we were doing something together I said I'm not skipping (laughs) I just have a is this necessary filter skipping was not one of those things she did it because he was you know he came over and was like come on you're not even going fast enough to do it more blah blah and she's like I'm going to pee myself and then she literally had to run out and go and go to use the bathroom because the skipping and her pelvic floor did not go Then there's the burpees. Now, if you are large chested and a lot of the ladies in that class were very, you know, hourglass figures, very curvy, Um, you're basically bashing your boobs off the floor the way that he was doing these these burpees because it was faster. Let's go. Just keep going. You don't need to stop. You know, look, he's doing this. You can do it, it. Like there was this constant and it wasn't coaching. It wasn't inspiring someone to go and do that extra rep or do that extra thing. It was sweat shaming. Look at that person. They could do more, right? You know, if you hadn't have had that takeaway last night or those drinks before you went to bed, you'd be fine, right? These sorts of things that they would say. Or are you even doing that right? You're not even doing that right. That's why. No, or, you know, things like that. And I also not training people. Here's just exercises that we want you to do, but not Looking at the people in the room going, are these the best exercises for them? Right. Like we don't even know their goals. We don't know their injuries. And based on his audience at that moment, most women would have pelvic floor issues. Most women don't want to slap their boobs against the the, the floor continuously. I know that when I did that class, I loved it. I just stopped going to the circuits part. I would just leave after the boxing part. Um, but when I did do it, I injured myself in my knee. I actually got fatter, right, um, from the cardio. There was no strength training stuff. He wasn't even training us to get stronger with the the boxing. It just wasn't great. It was just burpees, push-ups, um, skipping uh, and circuits, running, literally running. And I'm like, hmm, Yeah, no. (laughs) And I didn't stick around. I love the boxing part, but I didn't stick around. Right. So why am I sharing this with you? So this is what I see sometimes in the fitness industry. One, they've set up an hour class because that's the arbitrary amount of time a class should be. Right. Number two, sometimes if it's a circuit based class, they just set up the circuits and they stand there there's no coaching there's no modifications there's no do you have any injuries do you, you don't want to do burpees you don't want to jump you don't want to do these things right there's none of that then then the person just does this tries to keep up not really maybe getting any feedback on their form and thinks that it's just them i'm not strong enough i'm not fit enough i'm getting too old i'm too injured And then what does that do for your confidence, for your motivation? It's in the toilet, right? So there's that one. I call that one the the, the ignorance one um, that they're just, you know, they're just a person at the front of the room running class or there's the classes by which I mean, and just so you know, some of them get it right. I have gone to group coaching where um, it's group personal training and everybody in the group gets somebody come over and coach them and check them and, you know, gives them the feedback and gives them the coaching and that has worked well as a model. We're not dissing that. There's none of this this shaming. But then I've also seen group personal training where literally people are being yelled at going, you can hold this. You, You know, it's not... There's a difference between inspiring and motivating someone and pushing them to, you know, to go a little bit more, a little bit beyond. And then there's the full on shaming, full on, you know, telling them that they're not good enough, they're not able enough, etc. When we don't know what this person's goal is. And also, is it necessary, Right, I don't need to be shouted at. I'm like, here's, here's the, you know, here's what you need to do, and then I look at it and I go, well, I'm not doing burpees, so I'm just not doing burpees. Or this is an hour long class, okay? Was it an hour long strength class, or how much is it going to be high intensity? Because I'm not doing any more than twenty minutes of high intensity, because it just doesn't serve me, doesn't serve my body, doesn't serve my goals, will likely result in injury, so. I know that now about myself, but I'm also strong enough to go or strong enough within myself to go. I'm not doing any more of that. So I used to just tell the trainer at the beginning, I'm just going to come in and do the boxing and then leave. And he'd be like, that's fine. And, the, and once, he, once I told him, that was fine. I also, at one point, he wanted me, I hurt my hip really badly because he held me in a squat for too long. He was like trying to hold everybody into a deep squat. And I'm like, that, that's, that's actually causing me pain. I'm not doing that. And then I literally had a bad hip for about two weeks. So again, it's not encouraging someone to listen to their own body, listen to their own needs. You know, it's do as I say. If you don't do it, you're not enough. You're not fit enough. You're not strong enough. You're too old. You know, there's that shame, right? That sweat shaming. So this is where I think some of us can have what, as I said, referred to like fitness trauma, right? We've all been picked last in gym class, We've all been, you know, like some of the like really early PE class stuff where we had to run around in like our little pants and socks, like thinking about it now it was just horrendous, Um, you know, trying to get us to climb up ropes and when really all what we did was hurt our hands because none of us had any upper body strength because they didn't do anything to help us get any upper body strength. Um. There's just, you know, I feel like sometimes the fitness industry can really let, and not everyone, like I'm not tarring everyone with the same brush, but even how, you know, personal trainers are are qualified or fitness instructors are qualified, there's just a cookie cutter. This is how it's done. Here's an hour long class. Here's this, here's this, right? It's not, it's not thought of in terms of what is this person's actual goals? What are they trying to achieve? Are they injured? Are they likely to be injured? You know, where are they in their menstrual cycle for women? You know, in terms of that, you know, gyms just put on classes because they're selling you something. They're selling you a an experience, right? And yes, really good gyms have goals programs and they do gym inductions and they have personal trainers there to help you. Again, I'm not dissing them, but I'm there to say to you, just because somebody at the front of the room who is a trainer or instructor says do something doesn't mean that it's right for you and doesn't mean that if you don't do it, that you're not good enough, strong enough, fit enough, able enough, or you're too old, right? It just means that you're listening to your body, that you know your goals, you know what works for it, what doesn't. And if the idea of saying no to a trainer or somebody in the front of the room freaks you out, then that's where I would start. Or the idea of at the beginning of class, just saying to the trainer, well, I'm only going to do the first 30 minutes, I need to go without explaining or giving a reason why, because you don't do more than 30 minutes of exercise because it's not good for your hormones or hormonal balances. Again, if that if that feels weird to you, or like, oh, well, I paid for an hour, I want a full hour. Why? (laughs) Right? Um, That's like buying the uh, I get this one too buying the wrong kettlebells and then saying, well, I'm not buying the proper ones, because I already have these ones. Right? There's there's it's like, it's, it's, it's like a buyer's remorse the other way. It's like I have them, I'm going to use them. Right? I'm not worthy of the time and effort to buy the right ones that's what that says which has probably come from an experience where you were sweat shamed um, and have a sense of fitness trauma right so here's here's I know this was just like me having a bit of a rant today I suppose and having this conversation and I always like to bring it back to some actions or some inspiration. But I would love to hear from you, first of all, of whether you feel like you've experienced some sort of fitness trauma, where you feel like there were certain classes that you went to that you were sweat shamed, Um, that now that you are, you know, 40 and beyond and you know yourself and you have that confidence and you're like, okay, hold on here. I'm not gonna you know, I'm not going to waste my time, my energy, my money. I want something that works. I want something that delivers on progress. And I want something that's actually going to keep me healthy and not injured. And I'm willing to stand up for that, or I'm willing to pay for it, or I'm willing to say, I'm only going to do 30 minutes, or uh, I don't want to do burpees or whatever. Okay. Um, And if you feel like that now, I would love to hear that. So I'd love to hear, you know, do you have any stories of fitness, trauma, uh, sweat, shaming, and please come and slide into my DMs at lisa underscore barwise on Instagram. You can find us over at warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com um, and hang out in my chat box. You can email me at hello at warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining, um, dot com. So it's, it's I just want to hear because I think it's something that is not talked about. I think it's something that Puts women off even thinking about a new way to exercise, a new way to do things because they've tried all the things and they've ended up just feeling worse about themselves rather than better. And I also want to big up all of the fitness instructors and the personal trainers out there that are understanding that this is uh, an issue in the in the marketplace right now. That this is an issue with the industry of cookie cutter workouts. Of, you know, just, you know, running a circuit class, not being bothered, just setting it up, pressing go in a way people go, not understanding that people have different needs um, or different goals and hormonal needs, etc. And I'm, I want to big up the ones that are doing the work, that are learning about their clients, that are getting their goals, that are understanding hormonal challenges, even if they're male trainers. Um, and I want to big them up and say look this is how we change the industry this is how we make things happen and how we make the changes Um, and just to bring it back as always to some actions like if you are currently attending like a class um, that you do enjoy um but are not seeing results then let's look let's look at that but if you are, you know, wanting to go and do a class or a workout or try something new, but you know that it's hour long workouts that you're not really sure about whether the instructor understands your needs as a um, You know, as a woman in her 40s and the demands on her time and energy, the hormonal challenges that you're going through, your fear of injury and all of those things, um, then, you know, this is where I invite you to either one, seek out something else or two, try to make that work for you by communicating with the coach and instructor at the beginning I really only want to do 30-minute sessions. I really, um, can I tailor this for certain times during my hormone cycle? Will this take account of me being, you know, in my 40s versus, you know, 20 young things, 20-year-old young things doing it, right? And challenge them. Challenge them to do a bit of different work, research, etc., right? Um, And that would be my invite to you. And if you are like then going, okay, so... Okay, the hour-long class is not so good for me. The going to these boot camps or circuits—I want to get fit and healthy, but you know, why aren't they so good? Like, why don't you teach classes anymore? Um, and the answer is this: kettlebell training. In my experience, now after eight years having taught it under every different model, every different way, I've taught it in yoga studios. I've had my own studio. This is what I would like to say: is that I truly believe. But kettlebell training, the magical tool that it is, is best used as a training tool for either home based kettlebell training, which you can do in your home, your garage gym, etc., or in the gym in a spot that you can set up for yourself and work through circuits and work through how to do it. Right? It's kettlebell training, it's not kettlebell workouts. OK, it needs a training plan. It needs to start a middle and an end, but it's best done with shorter workouts. That's its, that is both its wonderful, um, you know, superpower is that it's a short workout. It's a 10 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute workout. Perfect. If you just get up in the morning a little bit earlier, do a 10 minute workout done. Right. Um, or do it in your lunch hour, which is, even, you know, p- perfect or do it as, as soon as you get in through the door from home, or do it in the gym in a a nice little corner, right? That's it. You can just do that. And if you need something to follow, that's why we're here offering kettlebell training plans and programs that has a start, middle and an end. But specifically understand that beyond that, if you don't have something that you can adapt to work to your schedule, adapt to work to your hormones, adapt to work to your age, adapt to work to any sort of injuries, you're not pushing yourself beyond what you can do you're learning when to rest rather than when to push. Yeah, you're finding that balance for yourself. And that's why I think it's an amazing tool, because it gives you back your power. Um, so yeah, so it goes from sweat shaming to, you know, fitness empowerment, which is really what I say in relation to fitness feminism. Yeah. So I don't know. Interesting one today. I don't know. Did you get value out of it? Was it me just ranting? <laughs> you know, is it bringing up some stuff? Are you starting to think about things? So first of all, please reach out. I would love to hear any stories you had about your own experience with sweat shaming and maybe some fitness trauma that you've gone through um, and reach out, you know, email us at hello at com. And uh, you can slide into my DMs on Instagram at Lisa underscore Barwise. I'd love to hear from you. Um, as I said, I read every email, I read every message, and I respond to everyone and help them in that way. And if you are someone looking for that help, that next step, that how to get started, how to get started safely, how to get a push that I can do this by myself, and step into my power, then come and join us in Superhero School. That would be your next best step. It's our um, online boot camp for kettlebell nutrition and mindset. It's six days of helping you to develop the habits that you need and getting help and support and motivation from yours truly every single day with a live Q&A. And we kick off the next one, if you're uh, listening to this um, when it goes out, we kick off just one week's time on the 24th of October. Um, And we are going to be helping, you know, you go from that sweat shaming to empowerment that you can take control and you can make it happen. And maybe you just need that little bit of a push or that little bit of motivation or the steps to get started um, on the habits that you need to make it work for your goals. Okay, I really enjoyed this one. Hope you did too. And be sure to come back same time, same place next week. Um, Come on over to hit that subscribe button on iTunes. Share it out with a friend if they need to hear it. And of course, leave us lovely reviews. We love those. Uh, And I will see you same time, same place next week. And until then, have a great week. Bye for now. Well, we made it to the end, my friend. You are my favorite kind of person. Seriously, a total badass. But if you like this episode, we've got a whole bunch waiting for you. With show notes, promos, discounts, lots and lots of freebies. And all you got to do is go over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash podcasts. That's with an S. And don't forget to hit subscribe, totally, uh, on any of your, you know, favorite podcast platforms. And of course, leave us a review. We really like that. Or why not continue to be part of our community register to join the tribe the goddess god goals podcast tribe community and come on over to warrior goddess forward slash tribe and i look forward to catching up with you next week or maybe in the next episode your super friend.